Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you ready to change your life in the next 30 minutes? It's time for Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. Get your notebooks ready. He's about to go in. Five, four, three, two, one. Coach Mark, let's go. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. This is Coach Mark, and you're listening to Power in a Half Hour. In the next 30 minutes, we're going to learn the tips, tricks, and techniques of the rich and the super duper successful. All right. Well, the quote that we're going to start today's show with is don't dwell on what went wrong. Instead, focus on what to do next. Spend your energies on moving forward towards finding the answer. And that's Dennis Waitley. The title of today's show is called The Answer. I want to thank every single one of you for listening in, all right? want to remind you, if you ever want to go back and re-listen, you can go to my website, www.powerhh.com. That's www.powerhh.com. If we're not friends on Facebook, my name on Facebook is Mark Starr, M-A-R-K-S-T-A-R-R, all right? On Instagram and Twitter, it's at Coach Mark Speaks. That's at Coach Mark Speaks, all right? If you're not a part of our Power and a Half Hour Facebook group, just do a search for Power and a Half Hour group on Facebook and send a request, and we would love to have you inside of our group, all right? If you're in the United States and would like to receive my daily messages for free, all you have to do is text the letters BBD, that's BBD, boy, boy, dog, to 411 Two four seven, and I love to hear from you guys. So, you, any if you guys have any questions or just want to give me a report on how you've been doing, email me. My email address is Coach Mark Speaks. That's C O A C H M A R K S P E A K S at gmail.com. And the last announcement, if you have not downloaded my book yet, you can download it for free at www.repeataftermebook.com. That's R-E-P-E-A-T-A-F-T-E-R-M-E-B-O-O-K.com. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Now, today's show is going to be a little bit different. What I've done is taking the most popular questions from all my listeners from all over the world. And I said, you know what? I want to take one week and answer all the questions that are out there because I really feel that some of these questions are really good. And I think that the majority of people that I've come across that ask me questions, whether it's be they email it to me or whether they call me up and ask me personally, it's generally one of these, you know, depending on how many questions we get through tonight, seven or 10 questions. So I really feel that this show is going to help so many people. I just have the feeling that this is probably going to be one of the best shows that I have done. Okay. I've 
briefly looked over the questions. I haven't formulated any answers. I'm just going to kind of go off the top of my head. I don't really like to sit there and write out answers and read the answers and whatnot. I'm just going to kind of go off the top of my head. All right. So trust me, I think that everybody is going to learn something is going to gain a whole lot from today's show. So I hope you guys are absolutely ready. Okay. So here's question number one, dear coach Mark, I've been trying to start my business for the last year, but it's really hard for me to stay focused. Most of my friends aren't business minded. Right now, I can't leave my job because I have bills to pay. But when I get home from work, one of my friends usually comes over and will start watching the Kardashians or Real Housewives. As much as I try to stay focused and put the work in that I need to, it becomes too easy for me to lose focus and start watching it too. Then when I decide to dedicate a weekend to really work my business, that same friend will make me go to the mall with her or out to a lounge at night. What should I do? It's my best friend, but I do not, but I do need to get my business going. Okay, so here's the thing. First and foremost, your friend isn't making you do anything. You're allowing your friend to to drag you off and to do the things that they want to do, not the things that you need to be doing. So you have to, first and foremost, you need to ask yourself, how serious are you about doing whatever it is that you need to do? That's the first question that you got to ask yourself. And then you got to really just become dedicated and focused in doing what it is that you're going to do. Because here's the thing, five, 10, 20 years from now, are you going to remember you going to the mall? Are you watching whatever TV show or Is your business going to be more important? Because guess what? If you don't get it started, no one's going to get it started for you. And, you know, I get this question a whole lot from people because, you know, most times, most people, their friends aren't into the same things that they, you know, they've kind of grown into something else and their friends are something else. But this has been their friend that they've had for a really long time. And guess what? Sometimes you and your friends are going to grow apart. The people that I used to hang around five years ago or seven years ago aren't the same people who I hang around with today, you know, and that's just that's just a fact of life. And you have to figure out and focus on what's important to you. Maybe your friend has a different vision for their future, but you know what your vision is for your future and you know what it is that you have to do. And that's what you have to get focused in on doing. And here's the thing. And this is what a lot of people don't realize. They've had friends that they've been friends with for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. They're like, oh, we went to grade school together. And that's all fine and dandy. Right. But here's the thing. You become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if all your friends are broke, guess what? You're more than likely going to be broke as well. So even though that might might have been your friend, that might have been the person that you grew up with. If their path that they're going on in their life isn't going in the same direction as you, you might need to find some new friends. You may need to find some people that their path, their trajectory is going in the same direction that you want to go. Because trust me, trust me, if all of your friends are broke, if all of your friends are broke minded, then it's going to be so much easier for you to follow along that same path as them as well. So you really have to make sure that you get around the right people, because here's the thing. If you're around friends that want to watch TV, that want to hang out, that want to do all the things that, you know, deep down inside, isn't going to get you to where you need to go to. 
it's it's going to be too easy for you to follow along that path. You need to get around people that are that are interested in the things that you know that you need to be into in order to succeed. The friends that are going to say instead of saying let's go to the mall and hang out or let's go to the club and hang out. Let's go to this networking event cuz maybe we can meet some people that can help us in whatever it is that we're doing. Those are the people that you need to surround yourself with. And I'm not saying to completely cut off your friends, right? But it's just a it's just a natural progression. Like I I told you earlier, you know, there's friends that I used to hang out with five, ten years ago that I just don't spend as much time. They're still my friends. But guess what? We've grown apart. We have different interests. I'm not into what they're into and they're not into what I'm into. So it doesn't make sense for me to spend a whole bunch of time with them because we're going two different places. And I am I am sure about where it is that I'm trying to go. And I don't need anyone to derail me. I want to surround myself with people that are positive and people that are just as successful or probably even more successful than me. Because guess what? I'm not trying to go down. And a lot of my old friends, they're not doing a whole lot. And I'd rather go up than down. So I've made the conscious decision that, you know what? I'm going to surround myself around the people I'm going to surround myself with the people that are that are either where I want to go or definitely headed in the direction of where I want to go. And that's the question you're going to have to ask yourself. You're going to have to get really real with yourself and then make that decision, because I can promise you this. If you continue to hang around the friends that aren't doing much, then five, ten years is going to pass and you're not going to have done much. And then you're going to really start to regret those friends. All right. So I hope that answers your question. All right. So question number two, dear coach Mark, I have an idea for a business, but I have no money. I know my idea will make a lot of money, but without the money to get started, I feel stuck. I've been sitting on this idea for five years and I feel that if I don't act now, sooner or later, somebody will take my idea. What should I do? You've been sitting on the idea for five years for five years, here's the thing. If you've listened to any of my shows, you will hear me do the, the, re, the main reason why I do the profiles at the beginning of every single show is to show you that most of these people that are really, really successful started off with absolutely nothing. Okay, they started off with absolutely nothing. There's so many. If you look, if you take all the biggest businesses that are out there right now, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, those are five of the biggest businesses. All of those businesses are worth over three, four hundred billion dollars. Okay, Apple is probably worth like seven hundred and something billion. Microsoft is probably worth about. I don't know, three, four hundred billion. Amazon is probably worth about three hundred billion plus. Right. Facebook is easily worth three, four, maybe five hundred billion. Okay, those are five of the biggest businesses in this world. And guess what? Every single one of them started out with little to no money. Steve Jobs started out the garage with what? Five hundred dollars, couple hundred dollars. If that started out of his parents garage. Bill Gates started out of his parents' garage. Amazon, Jeff Bezos started out of his garage. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg started that out of his dorm room. All right? 
All of these companies, it's the same thing. They start with no money. You, I tell people this all the time. You don't have a money problem. You got a creativity problem. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to need money somewhere along the way, right? Because we're all going to need some, but you don't need the money to get started. You need creativity to get started. I haven't seen too many businesses out there that you couldn't start with probably little to no money. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I see it over and over and over again. You need to figure out how can I get going with little to no money? Because guess what? You don't even want to start a business with a whole bunch of money. That's probably the worst thing that you can do is start your business with a whole bunch of money. Because guess what will happen? You're not going to even know what to do with the money. So more than likely, you probably end up blowing the money anyway. Every business that I started with a bunch of money, and I thought because I had some money, I can go ahead and start this business, they generally failed. The ones that I started with little money, but a lot of effort, a lot of desire, those are the ones that did really well. Those are the ones that did really well. I'm telling you, and not even for myself, in, in one of my other business, my graphic design and printing company, I had so many people for years come in and they'd been really successful in some other field. And because they had a bunch of money, they felt they were going to start some sort of business in the entertainment field, right? And they had a bunch of money. And guess what? Each and every single one of them lost their money. They lost their money. Because they didn't know the business, they weren't creative, they just thought they were going to throw a whole bunch of money at this new business and it would pop. And it just doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. To me, more important than the money is your creativity, it's your desire, it's your intensity. Those are the things that you need when you get started. Not necessarily the money. The money will come at the right time. You just have to trust that the money will come at the right time. Right. But that's not what you need to get started. You just need to have the desire. You need to have the belief that your business can succeed. And you just need to go out there and take action and trust and trust that you'll get all the right things that you need at the right time. All right. So, again, and I've said this so many times over the last two years, the money isn't what you need. The money is not what you need. What you need, like I said earlier, the desire, the creativity. And to be able to go out there and take action and the belief that you can do it. If you have those things, those are the intangibles that you need to start your business, not the money. All right. Question number three. Hey, Coach Mark, I try to stay positive, but it feels like everyone in my family is negative. Instead of encouraging me, they're always putting me down. It's like they don't want to see me win. I thought family was supposed to have your back. It seems like mine wants to see me fail. What should I do? Hmm, I get this one all the time. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sometimes your family just isn't going to believe in you. Generally, when people don't believe in you, it is my opinion. It is my belief that generally what it is is that they don't believe in themselves, right? People that will try to tell you that, oh, that's not going to work. Why are you doing that? It's because they just don't feel that they could make it work. Now, they're not going to come out and say that, but in my experience, that's what it is. See, here's the thing. 
I've seen too many things. I've studied too many successful people to, to count anybody out. Now, I might say, I don't think that person will be successful right now because they don't have the right habits and they don't have the right belief. But I believe that anybody, anybody can be successful, right? So a lot of people, they're waiting for their family to get on your, um, get behind them to support them. They're waiting for them. And it just, sometimes it's just not going to happen. And you can't base what you're going to do off of the support of your family and your friends. Because guess what? Most of the time, they're going to count you out. And you got to be all right with that. You got to be all right with that. When I was starting my, man, when I was starting uh, my first business that became really successful, my family, right? And they may say something different now, but I'm telling you, everybody in my family thought I was going to be on Skid Row. No one in my family had faith and belief in me. But guess what? I didn't care. I was so focused on doing what I needed to do. That's where my focus was at. I didn't get caught up in what my family thought or what they believed, because guess what? If they if I would have followed what they wanted me to do, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. I would not be here talking to you right now. And here's the thing. Everybody's going to want to claim that they had your back the whole time. But guess what? They probably didn't. And it's all right. And you have to be okay with that. Now, I'm the one in, in my family that everybody goes to when they need something. The same people that didn't believe in me. Right. The same people that counted me out, the same ones that probably thought I was going to be a failure. I don't hold that against them. Right. Because who knows why they thought what they thought. And that's their business. I don't get caught up in that. But you just need to understand that most times people are not going to believe in you, especially in the beginning. And you got to be okay with that. You got to be all right with that. Okay. You just have to believe in yourself. That's that's the that's what that's where the belief needs to come in. You need to believe in yourself. And if your belief is dependent on somebody else's belief, then you got a problem. If your actions are dependent upon someone else's belief in you, you got a problem. Because when they stop believing in you, then you're going to stop taking action. You'll stop taking action. A lot of things, I can tell you members of my family that they didn't believe that I could be successful because deep down inside, they didn't believe they could be successful. Well, guess what? They don't have the same heart. They don't have the same desire as me. Right? They don't have the same work ethic as me. So I'll never, ever place my belief in their belief in me. Sometimes you got to show people that you believe in yourself for those people to believe in you. And that's the key. That's the key. So you're going to have to be all right with the fact that your family isn't doesn't believe in you or your friends or maybe even your spouse. And it's hard. It can be hard at times. You know, for me, it wasn't as hard because at that point in time, I just tuned my family out. We didn't even live in the same city at the time I was getting my businesses going. So you know what? I just kind of tuned them out. But it may be a little bit different for you. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe your spouse doesn't believe in you. And then now you have your spouse giving you negativity every single day. Right? And I I, I definitely understand that that could be a little bit harder for you. But guess what? If you know where it is that you want to go to, you got to plow through that. Regardless of their level of belief in you, you got to make up your mind that this is what you're going to do. And that's just it. 
And that's it. And you got to show. You could, I always say this. You can show somebody way better than you can tell them. You can show them better than you can tell them. And matter of fact, you need to use the fact that they don't have that level of belief in you as your motivation. Like, you know what? I'm going to show them. I'm going to show the world. And most importantly, I'm going to show myself that I can be successful in whatever it is that I'm trying to do. All right. Question number four. Hey, Coach Mark. There's so much more I want in life, but it just feels like I can't get anything done. I have three kids and they take up all of my free time. Do you think it's better that I wait until they're all grown up? By the time the youngest turns 18, I will be almost 50. Will I be too old? Whoa, I get this question all the time. And I think a lot of people, you know, I I think that there's so much more that a lot of people want to do in life. And, you know, but here's the thing. I think that they allow the fact that they have kids to stop them from doing whatever it is that they need to do. Now, I don't know if this person that is uh, wrote in is single or if they're married or whatever the case may be. And, and that definitely plays a different dynamic depending on, you know, if this person is married and, um, and I don't know exactly how old her kids are. You know, the person just said that by the time their oldest turns 18, they'll be close to 50. But here's the thing, right? Um, and regardless of whatever the situation is, you have to make sure that you put it as a priority for you to get done what it is that you need to get done. Now, I don't raise three kids. I don't have three kids and definitely don't have three kids that live in the same household as me. So I know it can be taxing, right? I know it can be a whole lot on a person and I completely understand that. But at the end of the day, this is your life. You see what I'm saying? And I think too many people have used the excuse of their kids, used their kids as an excuse as to why it is that they didn't go out there and do what it is that they wanted to do and that they needed to do. Here's what you have to understand. Now, granted, you do have these these children that you have to raise and that you're responsible for, that you have to take care of. But at the same time, too, you do have your life. You got to remember that your life isn't just about you being a... um you know, you being just there just for your kids and, and not for you to do anything or to enjoy your life or live out your dreams and aspirations. For me, here's the thing, right? And this is just what I personally believe. That's not even the example that you want to set for your kids, because then it becomes just like a, a recurring cycle. Right. You don't want your kids to, you know, um, uh, have, a, a, you know, two, three, four kids. And then they never get an opportunity to live the life that they want to live, to do some of the things that they want to do. I just don't believe that we're just here in life just to work all the time and just pay the bills. And then we die. And that's it. You know, I think that all of us have whatever it is that that we you know that we desire to do whatever it is that we're passionate to do and i think that that's that's what we need to be doing now i'm not saying for you to sit there and neglect your kids and and not feed them not cook for them and, or do whatever it is that you you know supposed to be doing but you got to make sure that you set your time you know you set your time to do whatever it is that you need to do and your kids are just going to have to understand that You know, and I know it may be hard if you have like younger, really, really, really younger kids, you know, like babies or or infants and whatnot. But you're just going to have to make sure that you carve out time. So that means you might have to cut some other things out. 
Maybe cut out the TV time. Maybe cut out the social media time. I'm not sure what it is that you need to cut. And I don't know enough about your particular situation for me to really give you some, um, you know, specific advice. But here's the thing. Don't wait. Don't wait. It's too many people that have waited Right. And then now what, what's going to happen? You turn 50 years old and then now your oldest kid, they got grandkids and then they want to dump their grandkids off on you. Then now you're stuck again for another 20 years. You see what I'm saying? Another 18 years. Then when are you going to live your life? Are you just going to go your entire life living it for someone else? At some point in time, you have to make the decision. You got to make up your mind and say, you know what? Nah, I got to, you know, yeah, I do have some responsibilities that I have to take care of and whatnot, but I got to carve out some time for me because I'm not going to go my entire life and not do anything, not do anything of significance, not do anything of value other than raise my kids. And, And that's a noble thing to do, right? That's the right thing to do and whatnot. But trust me, every single one of you that's listening was was put on this planet to do more than just raise your kids there's something in your heart there's this there's something in you that you want to do that doesn't have anything to do with your kids and that's what you put on this planet to do and that's what you got to make up your mind to do so you know granted i know it's hard and 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 i've never i'm not in that situation at this point in time you know but i still say that don't wait you know, carve some time out. Start working on whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe you can't go full time in what you want to do until, until, you know, your kids get a little bit older. But you can start putting some work in towards whatever it is that you want to do. All right, let's go on to the next question. Question number five. Dear Coach Mark, I'm so sick and tired of my job, but I'm afraid to leave. I hate what I do and I hate the people I work with. Oh, I get this one all the time. I really want to launch my restaurant, but I know I'm not ready. My boss keeps trying to give me responsibility, even though I don't do everything he asked me to do now. It's like the less I do, the more things they give me to do. When I say it's not in my job description, he tells me I'm free to leave anytime. One day I'm going to do just that. What should I do until that day comes? Here's the thing. And I say this all the time. If you're in a job, that means that there's something that you're supposed to learn from that job that you're going to take with you in doing whatever business that you're going to do in the future. Now, I'm not sure if the job that you're working now, I know you said that you wanted to start a restaurant. I'm not sure if the job that you're working now is in the restaurant field, but you need to take advantage of the fact that you're in a job and try to learn all that you can. Your boss giving you more responsibility instead of looking at it as a bad thing and constantly trying to tell your boss about what's in your job description and what isn't in your job description. Why don't you say, you know what, why don't you take on that responsibility? Because it's going to be something that you're going to be able to learn. Right. And here's the thing. If you're a bad employee now, more than likely when you start your business and you have to have employees, you're going to you're going to get bad employees as well. So you need to focus on being the best employee that you can. You need to focus on learning everything that you can. And you need to focus on trying to do every single job so you'll know what is required once you start your own business. A lot of people don't look at it like that. A lot of people don't look at it like that. But you have an opportunity now. There's so many people that become successful that started off working in a job. And they learned so much from their job that when it was time for them to branch out and do their own thing, they had such a head start. 
Don't look at your job as being something negative. Look at it as as being something, you know what? I'm going to learn from these people. I'm going to learn. They they going to want to work me to death. That's all fine and dandy, but I'm going to learn everything that I possibly can learn. So when it's time for me to jump out there and do my own thing, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm going to have all the knowledge. You get an opportunity to learn on their dollar, not your own. It's better to learn on their money than your own. Because the mistakes won't tremendously set you back. All right. Number six. Dear Coach Mark. I always hear you talk about how important mentors are, but do you really feel everyone needs one? And if so, why? And how do I go about finding one? Here's the thing about mentors. And yes, I do think everyone, everyone that's trying to do something in life, everyone that's trying to go to the next level in life, everyone that's trying to start a business or, or just do something more than what they're doing. Yes, they do need a mentor. And let me tell you why. Because guess what? The mentor, if you pick the right mentor, they've been where you're trying to go. They've been where it is that you're trying to go. So you imagine this, right? You're going into the forest and you're trying to find some place, right? Let's say deep down in the forest or you're trying to find some someplace wherever, right? Wouldn't it be better to ask someone that has already been there how to get there? Don't you think that they would know a, the best path, especially if they've been there a few times, they would know the best path for you to get to that place? Why would you ask someone that hasn't even been there? Why would you ask me about Afghanistan and I've never been to Afghanistan. You ask somebody about Afghanistan that's been there or preferably that lives there now. It's the same thing with a mentor. That's the easiest way for you to become successful is to find a mentor in that particular field, right? And let that mentor show you the way, show you all the the the, um, the obstacles in the road. The mentor will be like, no, 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 no. Don't go down that street because that street, there's some potholes there that will take your tires out. Don't go down that street because the road is out there. It doesn't go all the way through, even though it looks like it should go all the way through. That's what a mentor is for. One of my mentors told me this a long time ago and has always stuck with me. The easiest way to become successful is just to find someone that's already successful and just do what they do. That's what a mentor is for. That's the purpose of getting a mentor. You're able to do exactly what they've done. And then in turn, you'll be able to get the same level of success that they got. If not, even more. That's the purpose of getting a mentor. That's why we all need mentors. All right. How do you go about finding a mentor? Man. I get so many people probably every week, like two, three, four, five people that call me up and say, hey, Coach Mark, I want I want you to be my mentor. And then I never hear back from them. I think that's probably like one of the worst things that you can do really and truly. Right. You don't even need to ask someone if there's someone that's that you personally know that have had some level of success that you would like to learn from. I wouldn't even start off and ask them to be a mentor in the beginning. Just call them up. And generally, most successful people don't mind sharing with you whatever it is. If you have a question about something, they'd love to share, right? So just call them up and, and ask them questions. And then over time, just let it grow into that mentee-mentor relationship. If I had a dollar for every single time someone asked me to be their mentor, and then I never heard back from that person again, I'd, I'd be super-duper-duper duper rich, 
right? And most mentors, probably when you ask them, because they're probably going to feel that they've had so many people that have done that same thing that, you know, um, and, and, and they never, ever heard from that person again or whatever. So when you ask them now, they may tell you no. So don't even don't even risk the chance of them telling you no. Just say, hey, do you mind if like every once in a while I have a question, uh, if I can call you and, and, and ask you? And most people, majority of people will say, hey, that's cool. If they feel that you're serious about whatever it is that you're trying to do, they're okay with that. They're fine with that, okay? And if they're not, there's plenty of other people that have been successful in your field that you can go to. Another place to find mentors is books, right? Most of my mentors I've never, ever met before, but I've bought their books. I've read their books. I've watched their interviews. I've watched, you know, whatever it is, whatever movies or documentaries on them. Those are people that can be your mentor as well. It doesn't have to be someone that you physically know. It's just somebody that you learn from, that you learn the path to success. You learn the path to greatness from this person. It doesn't have to be someone that you physically know. So most of my mentors, I'd probably say 90, 95% of my mentors are people that I've never met, are people that aren't even alive right now. You don't need someone that's alive to be your mentor. You just need someone that you can learn from. You learn the path to success. That's why it's important for you to get a mentor. And that's how you can find mentors. Just find people that are successful in an area that you want to be successful in. And then soak up whatever knowledge you can get, whether it's by audiobook, whether it's by interview, whether it's by documentary, whether it's by book, or whether it's someone that you can get a hold of. Question number seven. There is just not enough time in the day. It seems like my days are over before they start. I never can get everything done, much less start any new projects. How can I get more done? Well, here's the thing. Everybody, everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Everyone down from Bill Gates, the richest man on the planet, down to the brokest person, the homeless person. But guess what? Most people that are really successful have just learned to utilize their day a little bit better. So you got to look at some areas in your life where you can cut some some things out. The problem now is like I just saw a stat that said that most Americans spend I think it was like 30 something hours a week on social media 30 something hours a week that's like the equivalent of a job you're spending 30 something and then and then but then you're going to tell me that you don't have time to start your business that's crazy that's crazy like we all have the same 168 hours in a week we all have the same 24 hours in a day if you got 168 hours a week Right. And let's say you got a job and your job takes up 40 hours a week. Right. Then, you know, you you uh, count in another eight times seven, 56 hours. So you're at almost 100 hours. a week. You still have 68 hours left. You still have 68 hours left to get a whole lot done. Right. You still have 60, over 60, over 70 hours left to get a whole lot done. If you were to consistently put in an hour to two hours a day on whatever business that it is that you want to start or whatever ideas that you have, that's just only, you know, you're talking about seven days a week, right? Two hours a day. That's only 14 hours. 
you still have plenty of time to do all the other things that you need to do. But most people just don't know how to prioritize their time. And they allow social media and all these other things to suck up their time. They allow time wasters to suck up their time. Just like the the young lady from the first um, question. Right? You got to get serious about whatever it is that you want to do. Because here's the thing. You can always get more money, but you can never buy more time. Remember that. You can always get more money, but you can never buy more time. That's why I do not allow anyone to waste my time. That's the quickest way to get cut from my life is to waste my time or to attempt to waste my time because I don't play that. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for today's show. Now, I have a few more questions that I answered, but to get those, you're going to have to go onto my website at www.powerhh.com and you can hear those remaining questions. You can hear the entire show all over again. We got a few more questions that we just didn't have enough time to squeeze in on this show. All right. So one of mine, you can go to the website, www.powerhh.com. Look for episode number 104, the answer, and you can re-listen to the entire show. All right. Make sure you share this with three friends because I know that you have one friend, at least one friend that should have heard what we talked about, that you were listening and you're like, man, if so-and-so heard this show, man, it could possibly change their life, all right? So make sure you share this with your friends, all right? So the quote that we're going to end today's show with is, sometimes the questions are complicated and the answers are simple. And that's from Dr. Seuss. Thank you much and until next show. Thanks for listening to Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. To listen or re-listen, go to powerinahalfhour.com. Follow Coach Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Mark Speaks. Find Coach Mark on Facebook by searching for Mark Star. Like our Facebook fan page, Power in a Half Hour. And join our Power in a Half Hour Facebook group. See you next week. You're listening week. to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.